If you would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 26. Be looking at verses 14 through 16. Now, Resurrection Sunday is quickly approaching. It's hard to believe that it's almost the middle of March. This year is just flying by. But as we go into this time of remembering the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, today I want to look at his betrayal. Now, Jesus' betrayal was not by someone who was unknown to him. Judas, if you look at the scripture for today, when we, when we read the scripture, Judas was listed as one of the twelve. He was one of the hand-picked disciples. And when you think about everything that Judas had witnessed and heard, Judas had witnessed all of Christ's miracles. He had been there when... Jesus had raised the dead. He was there when Jesus healed the the sick and the, the lame and the blind and the deaf and the mute. He had heard Jesus' teachings. Judas was there when Jesus fed the multitudes. He was there when Jesus walked on water, calmed the storms. Jesus, Jesus had also, you know, Judas was there when Jesus had raised Lazarus from the dead. He had witnessed that. He had witnessed Jesus casting out demons. So Judas had been with Jesus throughout his entire ministry. Yet even after witnessing everything that he witnessed, hearing everything that he had heard through Jesus' teachings, he still betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Think about that. He still betrayed him. Look at Matthew 26, verses 14 through 16. Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priest and said, What will ye give me, and I will deliver him unto you? And they appointed unto him thirty pieces of silver. And from that time he sought opportunity to betray him. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you today, I just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today as we worship. Lord, if there is anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, I pray, Lord, that you would just speak to their hearts today. And Lord, I just pray again that you would just be with us today as we worship, that you would just be with me and give me the words to say. Just hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, I just pray that you would... Be with those that could not make it today, those that may be traveling, those that are sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones. We just lift them up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. 
Again, Lord, I just pray if there's anyone here today that needs to make any decision that you would speak to their hearts today. And Lord, just bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in this passage, we see that Judas went to the chief priests. He went to the chief priests to talk to them about betraying Jesus. Now, the reason he went to the chief priests is because he knew that the chief priests wanted Jesus. So he went to the people that he knew wanted Jesus dead. Now, think about that. Now, we see what the Bible tells us that happened after Judas found out that Jesus had been condemned to death. He threw the money back at the the priest and went and hanged himself. But he knew that they wanted Jesus dead for blasphemy. So he shouldn't have been surprised when they condemned him to death. But he went specifically to the people that wanted Jesus dead to betray him. Now, David prophesied about this. If you look in Psalm 41 verse 9, David prophesies about this. He says, Ye, my familiar friend, whom I have trusted, which did eat of my bread, hath lifted up the hill against me. Just as David was betrayed by a friend, Christ was betrayed by a friend. Judas was one of the twelve. He was one of the twelve. He was one of Jesus' trusted friends, handpicked by Jesus, And he betrayed Jesus. But, if you look at all the things Jesus said, Jesus knew he was going to betray him. He knew Judas was going to betray him. He was not caught off guard by that. He knew that it was going to happen. But again, look at how Judas betrays him. He goes to the people he knew wanted Jesus dead. And he asks them, what will you give me if I betray him? And they gave him 30 pieces of silver. Now, if you were to look at the size of the pieces of silver during that time. These were not big. They were about the size of a dime. In today's money, it was only $45 to $95 that he betrayed Jesus for. So it was not much. The Bible tells us that 30 pieces of silver was the price of a slave. 
If you look back in the book of Exodus, in chapter 21, verse 32, it says that if a, a ox were to kill a slave, then the owner of the ox was to pay the owner of the slave 30 pieces of silver. It was the price of a slave. It was not much money. Yet, this fulfills prophecy. The betrayal of Jesus, even the amount that Judas was given, fulfilled prophecy. We see this in Zechariah 11, verses 12 through 13. It says, And I said unto them, If you think it good, give me my wages, and if no, leave off. So they weighed for me my wages, 30 pieces of silver, and the Lord said unto me, Cast it unto the potter a goodly price that I was valued at of them, and I took the 30 pieces of silver and cast them to the potter in the house of the Lord. So if we see prophecy fulfilled in this, what we see is, is Zechariah was given 30 pieces of silver and God told him to take it into the temple and cast it at the feet of the potter. It was not much money. But it fulfilled prophecy. He betrayed Jesus for a low amount. 30 pieces of silver, the price of a slave. Now think about that. And then look back. Look back real quick at verses 6 through 13. I want you to compare this. In verses 6 through 13, we see that Jesus is being anointed by Mary. By Mary. And she takes this ointment, very costly ointment, and she anoints the feet of Jesus. Now in John, in the Gospel of John chapter 12, verse 5, we see Judas valuing that at 300, 300 pence, basically 300 pieces of silver. 300 pieces of silver was between 300 and 600 days worth of wages. Thirty pieces of silver was between five and 120 days wages. So think about that. Mary gives all that she has to buy this ointment to anoint the feet of Jesus. A year to two years worth of wages to anoint the feet of Jesus, giving all that she has, whereas Judas sells him to the chief priests for five to a hundred and 20 days worth of wages. Mary gives selflessly in this, whereas Judas, moved by sin and, and evil and greed, 
betrays Jesus for an amount that really wouldn't buy him anything. But that just shows you how evil, how greedy Judas was. Remember, the Bible tells us that Judas held the purse for for the disciples. And he would take money from it. Now, but that gives us an idea as to why Judas did what he did. You know, forget what all these theologians will say. Oh, Jesus, you know, Judas was trying to provoke Jesus into starting this revolution or he wanted to force Jesus' hand. That's not what the Bible says. If we want to know why Judas did what he did, all we have to do is look in the Bible and not make assumptions. The Bible tells us that Judas was the one that held the purse He stole from the purse, he was greedy, and he was moved by greed, he was moved by sin, he was moved by just evil, and he allowed Satan to enter into him. Even after hearing everything that Jesus had taught, after seeing everything that Jesus had done, Judas was moved by greed to do what he did. He was not moved by anything else. He was greedy. And that greed led him to betray the Son of God. And what is greed? Sin. That's all it is. It's sin. He was sinful. He was a thief. He was greedy. He was evil. And he betrayed the one who loved him because of greed. You know, people are the same today. People are the same today. People never change. And you might think, well, if Jesus was here, nobody would betray him. If he was here today, yeah, they would. They would sell him out in a heartbeat. People are the same today, and Christians can do the same. Why? Because people are evil. We're sinful. We're fallen. People will still betray Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. They do it every day. And you might be thinking, well, Brother Jeff, how is that possible? How can we betray Jesus for 30 pieces of silver every day? What is betrayal? It's rebellion. That's all it is. It's an act of rebellion against someone who trusts you. 
And what is rebellion? Sin. When Adam and Eve fell in the Garden of Eden, they rebelled against the command of God. They sinned. When Adam and Eve fell in the Garden of Eden, they betrayed God. Think about it. People will hear the gospel message. They'll hear the gospel message and they may say they accept it. They may say they believe on Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And then what? They turn their back on Christ. Or people will hear the gospel message and they never say they receive Christ. They just turn away and walk off. Basically, turning their back on Christ for 30 pieces of silver of worldliness, of sin. Now, what are the 30 pieces of silver? Name your sin. Pride, greed, lust, whatever in the end leads you from God is your 30 pieces of silver. Christians also do the same thing. Every time we succumb to temptation and sin, every time we sin, as a Christian, we betray Jesus Christ. The same as Judas did. The only difference is, is we don't let Satan enter into us like Judas did. But what happens? Whenever we sin, we let Satan control us. We let him win. But betrayal is betrayal. Sin is sin. Whatever leads us down the path of sin is the 30 pieces of silver we are taking to betray Jesus Christ. I mean, think about something. Jesus tells us in John 14, 15, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. What happens when we fail to keep the commandments of Christ? It's the same as not keeping the commandments found in the Bible, in the front part of the Bible, in the Old Testament. It's a violation of the law. You know, people try to separate the Old Testament and the New Testament. You can't because Christ fulfilled the Old Testament. Those that never receive Christ as our Lord and Savior are judged by the law. And what is a violation of the law? Sin. 
What's a violation of the commandments of Christ? Sin. It's a betrayal of Jesus Christ. What happens when we fail to keep the commandments of Christ? We fall to sin. Whatever the 30 pieces of silver we have that is tempting us away from Christ that we fall to, it's going to be sin or worldliness. And again, sin, if you think about it, all sin is, is a betrayal. It's a betrayal. Regardless of what the sin is, it's a betrayal of the commands of Christ, the commands of God. And that's all Judas did. If you think about it, that's all Judas did when he betrayed Jesus Christ. He violated the commandments of God. He violated the Old Testament commandments of God. He was moved by greed. He allowed Satan to use him and to enter him. And he betrayed God. Sin. He succumbed to sin and evil and he let Satan enter him and use him as a pawn against Christ. When we say we have received Christ, when we say that we have believed on him, when we say that we have him in our life and we fall to sin, we are pretty much doing the same thing. We are betraying the Son of God. I want y'all to think about that. We are betraying the Son of God. The same as Judas. It's a betrayal of his commandments. It's a betrayal of his word. It's a betrayal of his law. It's a betrayal of him. Every time we fall to sin, But instead of doing that, look back at Mary. Look at what Mary did. She gave all that she had for Jesus Christ. Three hundred pence. Three hundred to 600 days worth of wages that she bought ointment to anoint the feet of Christ. She gave her all. And we need to do the same thing. Giving our all to anoint the feet of Christ with our humility, our service, and our self instead of betraying him with our sin. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, that we can just learn from it. 
Lord, I just pray that you would be with us as we go into this time of invitation. And Lord, again, if there's anyone here that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us. Continue to overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.